Welcome to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. Ross Brannan is a financial advisor who knows it's not just about your teeth. He helps dental practice owners protect and maximize today's cash flow to plan for tomorrow's cash needs. Find him at rossbrannan.com. On the show, he brings together experts to help dental professionals looking to make smart money decisions to grow their income, turn their retirement goals into reality, and improve their lives. And now, here's your host, Ross Brannan. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Jake Goats. Jake is the Executive VP of Gargle Inc., a dental services marketplace providing digital marketing solutions and pre-negotiated discounts on services that help implement internal and external marketing strategies. He helps strategize on marketing campaigns to grow dental practices' top and bottom lines all across the country. Jake, welcome to the show. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. So I just laid out a mouthful right there. Why don't you tell all our listeners what you do? Yeah, I've joked multiple times to just call us the marketing janitor, the dental janitor, because I feel like we just kind of clean up marketing messes. Uh, dentists oftentimes are the easy target. So a lot of people just yes, hunt, them, <laughs> hunt them down and sell them everything. And it all sounds amazing. And so they end up buying more than they can really manage and understand what they're getting. So a lot of times we just come in. We originally came in designed to help them save money. Uh, by utilizing what they actually needed and kind of analyzing what marketing they were doing, what their goals were. And it's kind of morphed into now we have, my division is is really more of a consulting division for marketing purpose. And then we have our client services and our success team that designs uh, the, the campaigns based on what the new strategy is. So we do everything from if it's designed to the easy way to remember gargle, if it's designed to help with new patient acquisition or patient retention in any form of a marketing campaign or building them a brand that's memorable, that's what we do. Well, that's really cool now, but you also have pre-negotiated discounts on other things as well, right? Yeah, we don't pretend to know it all. We don't want to know it all and we don't want to manage it all. So the things that we know are not our core competencies. We go out, uh, we use our hundreds of practices nationwide and basically position it as a DSO to go and pre-negotiate rates uh, with these affiliate vendors. And then we help manage part of the sales process so that they're not being taken advantage of. We have vendors that we really trust and work well with. We know it'll complement what we do and we don't trip over each other. So we go out and just negotiate a lower rate for the Gargle members. And so to become a member of Gargle, you pay a small $49 a month fee. And that gives you access to kind of the Costco of, of marketing services available, whether we provide it in-house or we take it off the shelf from an affiliate vendor, uh, they get those discounted rates by being a Gargle member. Oh, wow. That's pretty interesting right there. So now how has Gargle evolved over the years? Because marketing has evolved. You know, it's always evolving. Your know, marketing changed during COVID and the marketing is cha- always evolving with social media and the internet. What are you seeing change now? Man, it's funny. Consumer reports now and the data is at our fingertips and I'm kind of a data geek. I love to know what is consumer behavior truly and how how is that buying map from the time that they're introduced to a brand until they spend money with that brand or that business. 
And so we know statistically 91% of consumers say that they read reviews online before they engage a business now. And so it's funny. My wife reads reviews religiously. I never look at reviews. (laughs) And in the dental space, who makes the decisions of who the dentist is the family's going to go see? Probably the woman. Probably the woman. So the joy of this whole thing is the woman, the one making all of the decisions. We need to make sure that everybody that we are working with is understanding who the target audience is. And so, you know, if your wife's the one that's religiously reading reviews, we need to make sure that the practice is getting good reviews regularly, that they're engaging with those reviews. And so we have a partner. Uh, We don't specialize in reviews but Swell specializes in helping review generation for dental practices. So we've partnered with them as our affiliate because they cracked the code on how to get the most reviews. And so we let them do that and we manage the website and do other things to help. So what do you see in the marketing world? There's a lot of people, I don't want to say it this way, but I'm, but I'm going to, there's a lot of people who kind of target dentists and I mean that from a negative standpoint. So there's obviously a lot of good things that dentists can do for marketing, but there's a lot of kind of time wasters, money wasters they can do. What do you see that dentists should be doing? What do you see that dentists maybe should be questioning if, if, if they're doing it? What, what's your perspective on that? It's a very loaded question because there's so many there's so many ways to skin a cat in the dental space when it comes to getting cheeks and seats, as I say now. So if the problem is the back door, we got to fix the back door with patient retention before we continue to hop, throw you know more new patients in the hopper. And so some of it may just be patient communication and generating referrals where other times if it's just an online mess and they like, I have a dentist right now that called and said, I've been a dentist for 30 years. I've never had a website. I think it's time for me to get a website. No, sir. It was time for you 15 years ago to get a website. (laughs) Right. So he's got this complete paradigm shift of us creating him a brand from his word of mouth that got him along fairly well for years. But now a DSOs entered his community, other market shifts have happened and his online presence is non-existent. So we're building him a website over a couple of weeks time. Uh, we can build out a website for, we don't charge for website builds. We just do the monthly service fee. We believe in earning the business. And so we build our website and we only charge the monthly fee. And so that gets a lot of business for us, especially scratch practices. We have a lot of practices that are just getting started or expanding into a new location. And so we're building a lot of new websites right now, especially uh, since COVID, the people who had the money or were ready to do this. um, There's a lot of opportunity for those. So, yeah, honestly, I would say the, the three things that you have to have, you have to have a website. You have to have really good content on that website in order to start SEOing the website. And then you have to have something driving traffic into the website, whether that be postcards or social ads or uh, Google ads, you know, something else to get people there. Do you guys help with the content? We do. We write all the content. We have all of our content writers in-house. We've only ever serviced the dental industry. Uh, We started back in 2009. A lot of people don't know that, but Gargle brand only started in 2018 when we decided to really go full steam on digital marketing. Because for 
a decade, all we did was postcards and direct mail to drive traffic only to learn that if their online presence wasn't in check with 91% of consumers looking them up online, we had to find a way to better control the variables of their online presence. Now, do you still do the postcards as well? So about a year and a half ago now, we sold the postcard division to one of our co-founders. And so he now runs, uh, that's dentalmarketing.net. So it is no longer... Uh, directly affiliated with us. It is our strategic partner who fulfills everything for the postcards. But you still recommend postcards, correct? As part of a marketing campaign? Not always, but there is definitely a time and place for it. So yes, I recommend, I'd say about 50% of my clients right now are actively mailing postcards every month. What do you see as the type of marketing that gets the highest ROI? Postcards are tough to beat just because... It's a proactive outreach that forces people to go through sorting the mail. It gives you a forced impression every time versus Google ads that require somebody to be online searching. SEO, same thing, requires someone to be online searching. Social ads have become a new favorite of mine uh, because you can get so targeted in your audience. Specifically, Specifically Facebook? Facebook and Instagram, both um, the, the algorithms that they've built allow for whatever ad you run to optimize wherever your audience is more engaged. It's, it's kind of crazy when you see how much you how much you can hone in on people on Facebook. It basically makes you never want to get on Facebook again. It does. It's crazy. And but everyone can, still does it. It's like the necessary evil of our day. And so yeah, they you know can, you're, they know what color shirt you're wearing today. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm getting ready to go on a backpacking trip tomorrow up through the high Uintas in Utah and fish the lakes and spend some time up there. And it, it is insane. Suddenly everything I look at, every screen I open, it's giving me, these are the best pads and the best tents and the best packs. And it's, it's crazy. There's a lot of conspiracy theory around it, but I laugh about it because you can do that. You can leverage that in your favor as a marketer. Right. So, but that works, that that applies to the whole, the dental industry. If you're doing that, you can use social to do that, to target what you want or to, to kind of put those ads up in front of people. Yeah. I have a dentist in San Antonio right now that swore he would never do social ads because he personally hates Facebook. And I said, that's great that you personally hate Facebook. I personally hate getting a root canal, but when I need it, I'm going to go get it done. Right. And after kind of speaking his language a little bit, he goes, okay, talk to me about what I can do on Facebook. I won't post on Facebook. And I said, well, don't you want to know a little bit more about your existing patient base, identify what you like about them, mirror that audience, and then start targeting more people of the same makeup. And he, he hadn't thought of it that way. And so now we post twice a week on his social feed, on his Instagram, Facebook, and Google My Business. We're engaging his audience. He has about 250 followers now after four or five months with us. And he had never had a Facebook page. And just two weeks ago, we launched his first campaign leading up to Independence Day, specifically going after just new patient specials and branding that he does sedation dentistry to help with anxiety. And he called me yesterday and said, it's working. Holy cow. I've got people telling me that they saw me on Facebook and that they're coming in specifically because they have a fear of the dentist and they didn't know that I provided sedation dentistry. And so 
you can brand the services to your target audience so that when they're ready, they can take action. And there's so many different ways to get in front of the audience. And we've kind of figured, uh, you know, when to run a click to call ad within a social feed and when to just drive traffic into the website. So you, you guys really do a ton of stuff on the internet. So let's kind of break this down a little bit, almost in silos. So if I'm, if I'm fresh out of dental school or I, or I'm an associate, I'm leaving, I'm starting my own scratch practice. I can call you guys. You'll build my website for me. Mm-hmm. You can help me with all my Facebook, Instagram, whatever social networking ads. You can help me with SEO. Are those the three main silos, if you will? Or are they, would, would you say are those are the three main silos in that regard? Yeah. And reputation management kind of layers on top of that, but helping them learn how to solicit reviews, get referrals uh, so that they're not just doing external marketing and feeling like they're just spending money. Uh, We do a lot of internal marketing guidance as well. And then I can spend $49 a month and get basically be a part of a, basically a buyer's club for all different supplies. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So instead of a buyer's club for your supplies, it's a buyer's club for your marketing services. So I have a client in Seattle. She's been with me for nine years, just doing postcards forever. And then when we started doing this, she was really skeptical because she, she only knew me as her postcard guy. Right. And I said, look, Jenny, you got to try it. And so it took a year. She ended up switching from another provider who was doing everything digital for her we saved her $62,000 in marketing spend last year, and she generated $450,000 more in revenue. And the only thing she changed was us. So the $62,000 was your fees were $62,000 less than the other fees she was paying? Yes. When you take into consideration the, the service fees and the management fees of the campaigns and the ad spend, we were getting the same, re- well, we were getting better results with a lower ad spend, and we weren't charging as much to manage those ads. She was saving five grand a month. Yeah. So let's suppose that I'm just starting, let's go look at two scenarios. I'm fresh out of dental school, or I'm just start, I'm starting my own practice scratch, or I'm, I was an associate, I'm starting my own practice scratch, and I have to start somewhere. What advice would you give me? Honestly, call us and let's give you a demo. We do a demographic analysis as part of your opening of your practice. It doesn't cost anything. It's a no commitment. It's kind of our way to let you test the waters a little bit and get a taste of how we allow the data to kind of drive the direction of where we're going. And we'll make recommendations and customize the plan based on what your realistic budget is. But yeah, that's where... My brother-in-law just graduated D4 and signed in as a partner in practice up in Pittsburgh. And I've been working with him just talking through what that transition should look like for him to fill his new schedule as he gets underway. And there's, I mean, that's what we love to do. It's a fun thing to watch somebody take that big step and say, what's next? What do I have to do? I work with associates where the owner has said, look, you can market for yourself as much as you want, but I don't believe in marketing. And so the associate calls us. And before we know it, we're doing everything for the practice because now the owner catches on to, wow, I've never really embraced what was possible. And now having an associate handle a lot of the other procedures 
it gives a better opportunity for that seasoned dentist to do the mentoring and training and fill the, the associate schedule. So, all right. So now scenario two, I am an experienced dentist. I've been practicing for 15 years. I'm spending money on marketing. I'm getting some results. I don't know if it's good or not, but I'm spending a nice chunk of change on marketing. What do you say to that? Same thing, jump in, do an assessment. Let's see, what are you spending? Why are you spending it? Is the ROI holding strong or has it become stagnant? Are the response rates as good now as they were? You know, I had someone call me the other day, not knowing, I didn't know that he was doing this, but he was testing us. And ultimately, after we did our assessment, we said, your website is killing it. Like I wouldn't touch your website with a thousand foot pole right now, but I would love to drive more traffic into the website because it's so well optimized and converting so well. So I don't know what your current ROI looks like and how many leads you're getting on your Google ads and on your Facebook ads. And he had been doing postcards inconsistently kind of on and off. And we ran an analysis to show that his new mover market has grown dramatically over the last two years since COVID. And so we said, let's get aggressive with your postcards, drive more traffic into your website. And he said, okay, I'll go with you. I know how good my website is because my wife built it and she's an SEO expert and she's really good at it. And I said, oh, well, I'm glad I didn't pretend to know that uh, or tell you that we could do better because frankly, there's no way that I would have done any better than they were currently doing. So how many people in your experience are spending ten dollars or $15,000 a month and they really don't know what they're spending and they really don't even know what their return on investment is? 90%. Because that just seems, in my experience, it's ten or fifteen grand a month, maybe more, maybe less, and they feel like they should be doing it or they know they should be doing it, but they have no idea what's really going on. Yeah, it's a really hard code to crack. And frankly, we don't have it all figured out. We're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars every year on developing a way to better track ROI all the way down to the patient's chart. And so lead sourcing, as much as the staff tries, you know, how did you hear about us? Oh, I Googled you. Well, they didn't. Yeah. They failed to mention that they've been receiving the postcard for six months and or they six years in my case before I chose a new dentist. We literally had seen the postcard almost every month for six years before we decided to go see them. And I caught myself because I work in the dental space. My wife said, yeah, just go ahead and schedule our cleanings with whoever you want. I called the dentist. They said, how'd you hear about us? And I said, oh, I looked you up online. No, I had been getting their postcard for six years and even seeing it in the local small town paper that we get. Uh, they run a little whitening for life special and it's in the paper every month. And I've been getting their postcard every month before I finally picked up the phone and called them. Yet I told their staff that I looked them up online because of the lazy consumer behavior that we all follow. So there's a lot to be said for how to track it. So we've built a dashboard to try to bridge the gap, but we are developing more and more integrations with all the practice management softwares and trying to find a way to better track true ROI by campaign. And, and ultimately what it comes down to though is to really optimize your practice and optimize your dollars, you have to know what you're getting 
And very few people do. Not everyone's married to an SEO expert who can build their website for them. <laughs> right. So it, a lot of it comes down to just doing a true assessment and taking the time. I mean, you went to school for four years to specialize in dentist, right? To become a dentist and then even longer in resident in a residency if you wanted to do something more. Yet you jump in and you spend 30 days deciding on who's going to manage your website, another couple of weeks deciding on who's going to drive traffic to that website. And you never once invested the amount of time to know if it's working the right way. And then you switch companies because you get frustrated only to not understand that you're resetting your hosting service. You're resetting your indexing of your website. Google's losing you in the translation of you not understanding some of the intricate details that come with making a transfer, which is why I told that dentist, I'm not going to touch your website right now. I don't want to have to re-index it. And I don't want to have to try and take over the content that you yourself have basically written, dictating it to your wife. So there are a lot of things to be considered when it comes to doing an assessment of your current marketing spend, what's working and what's not. What I like to do is, you know, and I, I ask my, cl my clients this question all the time, but I say, what is your number one focus and goal right now so that my team has what I call my North Star? If you're busy in the mouth of a patient and you and I can't talk in a month to see how things are going, I need to know that I'm staying focused on that North Star so that I'm delivering and holding myself accountable to what you've hired us to do. And a lot of times they say, holy cow, I've never thought about what my goal or what my North Star is. Let me get back to you. Uh, probably more times than not, they can't even dictate to me what their North Star is, what their goal is for the year. That's not surprising at all. So if someone says, hey, I'm interested in talking to Jake, I'm interested in hearing more about Gargle, how do they get in touch with you? Just go to gargle.com and submit a request. And a member of our team will call and coordinate the schedule with you or your front desk. Just make sure you tell us, do you want us to get in touch with you? Or is there someone at your front desk that is prepared for us to call? But that's the easiest thing to do is submit a lead form or call right in. Uh, you'll probably end up talking to Jeff or his assistant on our front end sales team. He's been in the dental space for several years. He's very good. And then he and I kind of consult typically on a lot of the front end assessments. And then I manage most of the back end strategy with our clients. That's my job is to ensure that we do that on the back end. And this is gargle.com, G-A-R-G-L-E.com. Don't yep. mess and think it's Google. It's gargle. Yeah. Gargle.com. Right. I mean, this is really fascinating stuff. It, before we go, any last thoughts or advice you, you give to anybody? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is I know nobody wants another dashboard to look at, but there's a reason why dashboards are provided because data is king. The question is, are you able to manage your kingdom? If you're the king of your own kingdom and the data is coming in, are you analyzing that to know how to manage your business? And those dashboards are very, very valuable, but if you have dashboards or reports that are being sent to you, that's probably my number one lead source right now is I have clients refer their friends and say, Jake, would you do an assessment of their reports? Cause they don't know how to read them. I look at reports of marketing performance all day long. I'm happy to do an analysis for you. So you can even email me jake.goats, J-A-K-E dot G-O-A-T-E-S 
at gargle.com. Email me your latest report and I'll give you a list of questions to fire back to hold your marketing team accountable. That's probably a good starting point if you have no idea what the data is that they're sending you. Wow. This is really fascinating. Jay, I really appreciate your time today. It's been very, very informative. I've definitely learned a lot. No, it's my pleasure, Ross. I love doing this. It's a lot of fun. You've been listening to the Financial Flossing Podcast with Ross Brannan. This has been another episode of Financial Flossing with Ross Brannan, guiding dental professionals to a brighter future. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. For more on Ross Brannan, visit rossbrannan.com. Registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 3664 Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311, 850-562-9075. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. California Insurance License Number 0L10073. Arkansas Insurance License Number 1613932. 2021 1195.35. Expires 423. That last part can also say 2021. 119535 expiration April 2023. External websites and materials are provided for your convenience in locating related information and services. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees expressly disclaim any responsibility for and do not maintain, control, recommend, or endorse third party sites, organizations, products, or services, and make no representation as to the completeness, suitability, or quality thereof. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by PAS, Guardian, or North Florida Financial, and opinions stated are their own. Ross is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS, OSJ, 3664, Coolidge Court, Tallahassee, Florida, 32311-850-562-9075. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRASIPC, financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. Arkansas Insurance License Number 16139032. California Insurance License Number 0L10073-2022-140573. Expiration 0724. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Come <laughs>